What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today, I came across an article about Gary McKinnon, the famous NASA hacker, and he details exactly how he hacked into NASA's uh, network. So I figured I'd share it with you guys. I thought it was interesting. And then he tells a little bit about what he found. So uh, let's just get into it. Uh, it's not too long. Uh, the article I found, ooh, boy, I don't know, dasuki.mn is, is the website I found it on. So everybody has probably heard of Gary McKinnon. So back in 2000, Gary was a British hacker, and he got so fed up with the government lying and hiding information that he wanted to find out more information about UFOs and free energy. So he decided to hack the servers of NASA and the Pentagon. So... He stated he found real photographs of UFOs in computer files at the Johnson Space Center building. Now, why did he specifically hack the Johnson Space Center building? We're going to get right into that. Um, so, he even took a screenshot of one cigar-shaped UFO, which he's going to go into detail a little bit more below. And he stated that this cigar-shaped UFO was in between uh, the Earth's atmosphere and space. So, <coughs> sounds like it was kind of like right in low orbit. So, in this post uh, that he posted on Reddit, um, he stated, I was arrested in March of 2002 for hacking into various .gov and .mil networks in America, looking for evidence of UFOs and free energy. Now, remember, he's, he was in, uh, in England at the time. Okay? He's hacking in England, so he's hacking across you know, the globe here. He states it wasn't a clever hack, no fragmented packets to bypass firewalls or any of the glossy crap. I had a specific intention, and like any good system admin, which I was at the time, so he was a system admin, I wanted a simple process that would catch basic weaknesses, sometimes network-wide, with a simple script like, and with a little creativity. It was more like cracking than hacking. So he even admits he wasn't the best hacker. I mean, imagine if he, you know, had done something a little bit better. He might have been able to stay in a little bit longer, but uh, he got knocked out fairly quickly. He was able to get some decent information, though. So let's go on. So as any system admin knows, the laziest solution is often the best. In my effort to find solid proof that go government and military knew about these craft. I followed the information found in a book by the Disclosure Project, which you guys are probably very well aware of, uh, which is run by Stephen Greer. He stated that in the book, Donna Hare, who was a NASA launch photographic specialist, said that in Building 8 of the Johnson Space Center, there was a lab set aside especially for airbrushing out UFOs from high-resolution satellite imagery. So he knew that Building 8 was the one to hack. The tool I wrote scanned for local administrator accounts on window PCs that had a password um, that was written in Perl. Uh, so this is uh, a software that they used on Windows NT machines at the time. You guys all remember Windows NT. Uh, it was used on all the networking Windows machines for businesses. So he stated he... Uh, he found Building 8 by reading the comment sections of the PCs via the command module. These fields are used for auditing, and luckily NASA had filled them in, so I knew which PCs were in Building 8. 
There weren't many machines in Building 8, but one of the first I looked at had folders called Raw and Processed, and Raw and Cleaned or Filtered. The images averaged about 250 megabytes and would have taken a long time at 5 minutes per megabyte on a 56K modem, right? And back in the day, we had dial-up, right? So having remote control of the PC via a program called Remotely Anywhere, I decided to view it live on the desktop, which was kind of risky since they work odd hours at NASA. So basically what he, he had was this program that he could control the PC at, at Johnson 8's building, but building eight at Johnson. But the problem is, is that at building eight on that computer on the screen, it pops up and shows what he's doing. So if somebody's there and they're walking around or working, they're going to be like, what's this computer doing by itself? Right. They're going to ask questions or they're going to try to stop it or shut it down or, you know, cut the hardware or whatever. Right. So it is pretty risky, but he did it anyway. The image was coming down very slowly via uh, the Java-based Remotely Anywhere program, so I cut the color to 4-bit, 16 colors and shades, and the lowest resolution, which was 640 by 480, he stated, or it could have even been as low as 320 by 240. The image slowly filled the screen, and I could see blackness superimposed upon what was a blue-white planet, a blue and white planet, and superimposed on that was a tubular form that was metallic white and had domes around its central circumference and at its ends. This thing had no rivets or seams and looked futuristic, though of course, with the low res and the number of shades in the image detail, it was lacking. This was my eureka moment. Donna Hare's lab was still in existence. I was waiting for this image to come down and planning on the fastest way to get all of the other images to come on, to come down and get to my computer. And right when I was making plans, I saw the mouse cursor move to the bottom right of the screen, right click on the network icon and choose disconnect. I'd been caught and disconnected, missing my chance to download even the first image. So... Gary McKinnon, uh, you know, answered a few questions in this um, Q&A um, that he did. Was it on Reddit? Yeah, it was a Reddit AMA. So it was Ask Me Anything. Um, and they state, you know, the first question is, after all your investigations, what are your conclusions? You know, have the governments uh, been in contact with UFOs? Have they reverse engineered UFO tech? What are ET's motives? They asked a bunch. That's not even one question. They asked like 10 questions in this spot. But Gary replies, the bottom line is, I don't know. All I'm sure of is that they know they are here and they are not human. He states, if you read Dolan's 12 document, 12 documents that prove the government knows about aliens and it's pretty plain. No one knew where this tech was coming from. And one of the other things I thought was really interesting um, is that they asked him, could you get on Nikola Tesla for free energy and zero point energy? And he states, that's a big fat laugh out loud. Yes, apparently he was killed by the Office of Naval Intelligence for communicating with Martians and Venusians. He might be joking here. 
In all seriousness, though, there's one device I replicated that is anomalous and would seem to defy the work energy principle in physics. I did a short video on the effect back in 2012. All it does, and this is the beautiful simplicity of it, is reduce the counter EMF in standard inductor magnet topology found in generators. If the rise time of the counter EMF is delayed, there is no repelling on the way in or drag on the way out. So Lenz's law is bent in motor generator. Uh, like this, it runs faster and uses less power than what we ask it to do to work. So, you know, he's, he's talking about something totally different. He's not talking about hacking. He's talking about something that he's been working on, which is free energy. And that was one of the reasons he actually hacked NASA was he was trying to find evidence of one, UFOs, two, of free energy. Um, free energy was a really big deal back in the 2000s because we had we were just burning through gas, burning through oil, burning through electricity. And there was this theory out that the government had developed free energy. They just weren't giving it out. And then there was a lot of, lot of information out there that the Department of Energy has been working on these free energy uh, devices for a long time, right? Um, even Stargate talks about a free, free energy devices or zero-point modules, zero-point ZPMs, um, where they just have as much energy as they can possibly handle out of nothingness. Because apparently around us, everywhere, is tons of energy that can be extracted. It just has to be extracted out of the air. <coughs> so in order to do that, you need a device, a ZPM. So that was one of the things he was really working on, and I can understand why he's talking about that in this Ask Me Anything. But um, the main point of this podcast was just to tell you about kind of how, how he did it, why he did it, you know, what exactly he did while he was in the, uh, in the computer, according to him, and, uh, you know, see what other new information he might be stating. Most of it's kind of information you might have heard of before, but I just wanted to give you that breakdown since he just did this AMA and, um, and gave this, uh, you know, new kind of new spin on what he did. Um, and luckily, he never got extradited and it never got charged in the UK, so that was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the answers are still out there. Um, you know, there's still people that know what's going on, and hopefully um, those people will continue to come forward and, and talk, tell us stories um, so we can find out a little bit more about this thing we call the UFO phenomenon. But anyway, guys, I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're taking care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally. Uh, hopefully you guys are following through on your hobbies and goals and your dreams. Do something this weekend that's going to entertain you. That's going to uh, that's gonna hone your spirit and your uh, your hobbies even more. You know, our spirit is tied to our hobbies. You know, it's it's what we do to have fun. It's what we do to learn and, 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 and grow. So do that. And you can have many hobbies. So follow through on multiple hobbies. It doesn't have to be just one. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Take ph photography, the sky, nature, of, of things that are beautiful. You know, Follow through with your heart, with artwork, and with beauty. And until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.